Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Alana and Kyle, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. On our podcast, we weekly discuss topics that are typically left in the shadows, and we do our best to shine God's light and love onto them. Welcome here. Welcome back to another episode of the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're really excited to be continuing on in our journey about oral sex, and we're um, really excited to make sure that this episode doesn't blow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bravo, bravo. Golf clap, golf clap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So in case you're not sure what we're actually going to be talking about today, (laughs) we are talking about, oh, I don't even, I'm going to butcher how you say it. Fellatio? I would say fellatio, but okay. <laughs> why don't we just say blowjobs? We'll say blowjobs. BJ's. Um, there you go. So, um, as we mentioned last week, we're switching things up. We're going to be starting each episode with a verse just to kind of ground ourselves before we get going, solidify, you know, this is kingdom sexuality. So, we want this to be rooted in. Jesus and what he says in the Bible Mm -hmm. and whatnot. So um, the verse for today is Song of Solomon 2, verse 3, and it is, As an apple tree among the trees of the forest, so is my beloved among the young men. With great delight, I sat in his shadow, and his fruit was sweet to my taste. Love it. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Explaining what already we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Thanks. I I find it funny, like, I've heard it before where lots of people are like, oh, yeah, Song of Solomon is just, you know, it's only, it's not about a man and a woman. It's about, you know, other things. It's like, well. Like what? I'm pretty sure, like, I think just like Christ and the church or something. I'm not sure. I to okay. me this this seems like we don't really need to argue about it. It's kind yeah, of it's no, it's explaining what it is. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't she do like a strip tease at one point in Song of Solomon? Like pretty sure that's not a Christ in the church thing. <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard of it in the uh, strip tease. Okay, anyways, one, let's keep going. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> Another episode. Okay. Yeah. As we've been doing for the last several episodes, we'd like to share a recent review. So this one is from Chris Lynn 01. Title is Awesome Advice for Every Married Couple. And Chris left five stars. Thank you, Chris. It says, awesome tips and great advice for newlyweds like myself. I especially enjoyed hearing it from Christian speakers that share, that share the same beliefs that I have. Amen. Love that. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. So last week we talked all about cunnilingus and that is when a woman receives oral sex. This week it's all about fellatio, which is when a man receives oral sex. And hopefully you have listened to last week's episode because we shared Mm -hmm. a bunch of the data from the survey that we ran. If you follow us on Instagram, you know what I'm talking about. We put out a survey asking you guys some questions about oral sex in your marriage, and we had like 4,500 people respond. And so we've Mm -hmm. got a decent uh, sample size of data. Yeah. And Or if you're a patron, you will see in depth more what actually came out of those surveys. We shared that on um, Patreon. Yeah, we are on Patreon. And so, yeah, we shared the full data set with everyone on Patreon Everyone else is just going to get whatever we share in this episode. So if you Mm -hmm. want all the data, head over to Patreon. It's all there. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, like we mentioned, talking about fellatio today, better known as a blowjob or a BJ. That is how we will be referring to it because that's probably how most of you refer to it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're going to talk about everything as much as we yeah. can when it comes to blowjobs. We're going to talk about it today. So, um, up. yeah, exactly. <laughs> So in the survey, like we shared last week, we had about 15% of marriages that have never talked about oral sex in their marriage. Mm. So we're going to start really bare bones, no pun intended there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But a lot of these things are just things to consider before you decide to bring oral sex or blowjobs into your marriage. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of these are going to repeat from last week. But I think a lot of the same things we talked about last week in terms of the woman are going to also um, apply to the man. So I think it's worth repeating here. Mm-hmm. So one of the first things is grooming, right? What do you do with the pubic hair? As one article I read said, there's nothing worse than a pube in your teeth. So Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So talk talk to your man. Ladies, talk to your man. Men, talk to your wife. What do you want to look like down there? Do you want it bare? Nothing? Doesn't matter? Shaved? Trimmed? Whatever? Talk about it. It's something to definitely consider because wives, you're putting your mouth down there. So you kind of get to make the call here. I just can't shake the pubes and the teeth thing. I just... (laughs) Yeah. Not great. Don't love that. Okay. No, not a good visual either. <laughs> no. Yuck. All right. What uh, else do you have to consider? Just general hygiene. So one thing that maybe we all know subconsciously, but is worth repeating, like men sweat more than women. And there are a lot of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't remember it, but the stuff that makes the sweat happen. <laughs> sweat glands. Okay. Um, I was like, what? (laughs) So like your armpits have lots of sweat glands. Right. Your groin has lots of sweat glands. Men sweat more than women. So men are going to have more sweat in the folds of their groin than women. And this can make the taste of just that, the skin in that area in general, not super enjoyable. So if you have a man who sweats a decent amount or more than the average man, let's say, maybe ask him to shower before. Um, You can even do the oral sex in the shower and then mm-hmm. that takes care of kind of everything there um and one note about circumcision if your husband's not circumcised this whole cleaning up in the shower beforehand can be a little bit more important just something to consider mm-hmm. um last week we talked a little bit too about like positions like what are the best positions to do this in and we'll get into this a little bit more later when we go over some of like the big hangups that women have when it comes to giving a blowjob and changing position can be one of the things that can help. But here are, I think I've got six here that are kind of like probably the main six, but the classic, I guess is, well, there's more than one classic, but most people assume, not assume, let's just say kneeling woman on her knees (laughs) I don't know where I was going with that. (laughs) Woman on her knees giving her man a blowjob. Okay. Um, That is pretty self-explanatory, I think. And then, again, you can do that in the shower as well. 
So that's not really another position, just a different place to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Last week we talked about like missionary cunnilingus. This week, missionary blowjob. Kind of exactly what it sounds like. Man laying on his back, wife between his legs, giving him blowjob. Okay. Um, And then two other repeats from last week. So 69, that's where you're both giving each other oral sex at the same time. And then sideline 69, this has become like more and more popular. I hear a lot of people talking about it on some other podcasts and other places. So some people are big sideline 69 fans, which basically is you're doing 69, but instead of being top and bottom, you're side to side. The lazy man 69. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you get to lie down at the same time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then this last position, I'll just call it hanging off the bed. It might take, I'll do my best to explain it. It was from one of the articles that I read, but basically she is laying on her back on the bed and she slides her way to the edge so that her head hangs off the bed and then he would place his penis in her mouth from that position. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. Hopefully Sounds you guys like a recipe can... for a strained neck, but yeah. hey, well, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> we'll talk about it again a little bit later, but this was one of the positions that was suggested if women have problem with a gag reflex. Mm. Um, so that's why I put it in here. Okay, cool. And then lastly, something to consider is, is, blow, is the blowjob going to be foreplay or the main course? So something to talk about beforehand if that particular sexual encounter is going to be just a blowjob the whole time and he's going to finish and then you guys can go on to something else or if it's done there or if it's just uh, another thing to put into the foreplay and then go to the intercourse for the main main course right cool yeah yeah that's kind of anything else did we miss anything that should be talked about ahead of time yeah i feel like so those are kinds of things that people like before they get going should kind of have a talk about or figure out okay like you know what are my preferences here like grooming hygiene positions I guess I feel like the biggest ones would probably be like the biggest one would be like hygiene. I feel like that would be like Agreed. primary. You'd want to like for sure talk about that beforehand. Um, because I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's a body part that I feel like you would want it washed. <laughs> like, I don't know. You wash your vegetables before you eat them. This <laughs> cucumber is no different. You should wash it. I don't know. It seems to be the same thing for me. I don't know. Come on, the emoji is a zucchini. We're not going to get our emojis wrong this week. Sorry. Yeah, no kidding. It's not even a zucchini. It's an eggplant. It's an eggplant, Kyle. Oh my gosh! gosh. You're right. Oh, don't not ask us for good. sex emojis. No. We no, don't know. What we're, we're not the right about. people for that. No, no. no. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Let's get into some numbers. So let's do it. Ninety-six um, percent of wives say that they have given their husbands oral sex. 92% of husbands say that they have received oral sex. So there were a small percentage of people who took the survey that were single or engaged. So we can kind of bump those percentages up a little bit based on that. But overall, like these numbers are both pretty close to 100%. So it sounds like a lot of people are already incorporating this into their marriage, which I think is great. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, not I guess 
I think I'm almost still, I'm not, I don't know if I'm surprised, but I feel like we've gotten messages from people who are like, what if I'm not into oral sex at all? Like, is that okay? Like if me and my husband are both on the same page with this and we both don't want this, is that fine? It's like, uh, yeah, that's totally fine. (laughs) Just because you don't want to do this doesn't mean it's like something's wrong with you guys or it's not normal. It's whatever you guys are, you know, it's the part that's the biggest deal is the talking about it and the communicating about it. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely no pressure to make this. This is not mandatory. Nothing no. is, is mandatory sexually in your marriage. No. <laughs> um, but I'm curious because this didn't really come up in the survey and I thought about it after. Although we didn't, we did conclude in the survey that women feel they are giving oral sex more than they're receiving oral sex. But would you say that women give a blowjob in their marriage before they receive oral sex? Like is a blowjob kind of like the default oral sex? I would say so. Yeah I, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. I yeah, I think that would be true. Yeah. And any idea why? Like any insight there? My thought would be it just seems a little bit simpler. That's like, fair. You listen to the anatomy episode and all the bits and pieces that make up woman's bits versus you and your 18 parts <laughs> exactly versus a man it's kind of just what was like four different things you talked about it's like okay you know you do this this happens done it's kind yep. of wham bam thank you ma'am every time like i don't know but versus a woman it's just kind of more complicated there's more emotion there's you know like you even said in the episode like you feel like a woman almost needs to be in a certain mood in an extent, which maybe Amanda's too, you know, to receive a blowjob. But yeah, I think, I think, yeah, a blowjob would be a more, like the first step in oral sex direction that a person, like a couple would take. Yeah. I think too, if you break both forms of oral sex down to like just the nuts and bolts, mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't plan that one, but I'll go with it. Um, Oral sex for a man, take the penis, put it in your mouth. For a woman, put your mouth to her vulva. Like both of those, like obviously that's the simplest way of saying it, but like that basically is what a blowjob is. Like there's not a whole lot more to it. Whereas giving oral sex to your wife, like there's a whole heck of a lot more to it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I think, it, like you said, just the ease is there mm-hmm. with a blowjob where it's not mm-hmm. with oral sex for the wife. Mm-hmm. Plus, I feel like blowjobs in general, and maybe this is just, I mean, I I don't really know, but I feel like it's more normal-sized. Like, I feel like it's more widely talked about. Did you say, like, did you say normal-sized? Normal, I don't know what the word would be. Normal. Normalized? Normal, Normalized. I was normal-sized. like, normal-sized? <laughs> what are you talking about? No, normalized. Thank you. That's right. Normal-sized. <laughs> oh. My gosh. Okay. But it's more like widely talked about in general, I would feel like, than conolingus, would you say? Oh, totally. Right? Like, yeah. there's things like, you know, you hear about the birthday blowjobs and the, you know, whatever. Like, it's just more commonplace 
than hearing about cunnilingus. Yeah. Totally so, agree. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into it. Yeah. All right. So next we asked the men, do you enjoy receiving oral sex? And 98% of the guys said yes. So, I mean, I don't think Shocker. This, yeah, I was going to say, I don't <laughs> think this is a this is a shocker to anyone here. Um, in fact, last week on my Ask a Guy a Question, which I've been doing the last few weeks, it's on Tuesdays now. If anyone's interested, join me on Instagram on Tuesdays. You can ask me a question <laughs> if you have one. Um, but one one wife wrote in and asked, why is oral better than anything to a guy? So it mm. seems like guys are indeed enjoying receiving oral sex in their marriage. And yeah, I'll just say a good time. again. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just say again, like to answer this question, like it's not everything to a guy. In fact, we ran a right. poll after this question was asked, asking guys, do they prefer blowjob, handjob, or intercourse? And I think it was inter intercourse one and it was like fifty percent more than blowjob. Mm. So Right. People, guys are still enjoying intercourse a lot more than they are blowjobs. So it is not like the best thing for guys, mm -hmm. but it mm -hmm. is enjoyable. So right. that's okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's talk about frequency. So we asked a question, how often are you receiving oral sex? And the options were more than once per month or sorry, more than once per week, weekly, more than once per month, monthly, or less than monthly. So... 6% said more than once per week, 10% said weekly, 16% said more than once per month, 14% said monthly, and 54% said less than monthly. Now, hmm. I love numbers, so going through all of this data was pretty fascinating to me, and I think like the glaring standout here is 54% less than monthly. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting considering how much guys love these. Exactly. Um, but I think this leads right into the next question of, are you happy with the amount of oral sex you are receiving? To which the guys responded 71% no. Hmm. So See, what a good question to ask after that would have been like, what is the ideal amount to you? Like, I'm curious. Yeah. Now, like, what is... The magic number for these men <laughs> like what right like what is it like something that's a realistic expectation is it not realistic i'm curious like i mean if you break this down into at least once per month you've got 46 percent of guys getting at least one blowjob a month right with uh 32 percent getting more than one a month Right. So it sounds like, I mean, actually, I shouldn't say it sounds like there is a sweet spot because the majority of guys said they're not happy with the amount that they're receiving. So right. yeah, that, that is a good question to ask is what is the ideal mm -hmm. amount mm -hmm. every day? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Well, that's um, what I'm scared they're all going to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm expecting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But again, this is like getting real for a second. This is something that you and your spouse need to talk about. If you're not happy, mm -hmm. and we'll go into this further later in the episode, but if you're not happy, like it's okay to say something. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with at least bringing it up, not like demanding. Right. I would don't do that, but right. bringing no. up the conversation, I don't think is a bad thing at all. Mm -hmm. Um, thirty-five percent of wives 
reported that they do not enjoy giving oral sex. So we've got a majority of the husbands dissatisfied with the amount of oral sex they're getting and over a third of the wives that just flat out don't enjoy giving it. So Mm. let's, I think this is kind of where we'll focus most of the episode here because there's clearly a big disconnect in some marriages when it comes to blowjobs and their frequency and the women finding a way to enjoy it if they're even like wanting to find a way to enjoy giving it. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like what what do you think about that kind of discrepancy in the data there? Well, it was interesting. So after our cunnilingus episode, a follower had sent a message and I think I'm going to read it obviously anonymously, but because I, it kind of maybe will shed some light. I'm thinking, I don't know. I'll read it and we'll see. Um, so she had said, I was listening to your most recent podcast and thank you both for putting things like this together because I wouldn't know how to research safely. You were concerned about why couples aren't communicating about oral but partaking. I didn't take the survey, but are you sure it's married couples who were having oral and not communicating? With working and teens and having many friends, they maybe had oral with their boyfriends or girlfriends before they were married because that was safe sex. So it was the thing to do and they wouldn't communicate. It was just what they would do because it was safe. So yeah, they wouldn't talk about that with their spouse. And then the other thing that came to mind is that it was juvenile. So now I have this real thing. Why would we want to do what we did in school? I'm not sure if this is the mindset for sure, but I know for some, that's what they would share with me. I just think it's something Christian marriages, especially in Christian marriages, especially it isn't thought of because it's not a topic in church. And so it was just interesting to think about it in that way because, I mean, I can't really relate here at all, but potentially maybe it's something they did in high school or, you know, in their early college years or whatever it is. I don't know. But that, so it has these negative emotions tied to it, like, because say it's like, I was this person back then and we did this and now... I'm married or now I'm a Christian or whatever. And so now you have this like, when you're thinking about giving a blowjob, it's like, well, no, no, like that's who I used to be. And so I don't know. I just, I, I thought it was interesting um, to think about it hmm. from that perspective. What do you think about that? Yeah. I, I just pulled up the survey again to see how the questions were worded. Mm-hmm. And like the very first question Here's it word for word. Have you and your spouse ever talked specifically about oral sex in your marriage? Ah. So, but then the the next two questions are, have you ever performed oral sex? Have you ever received oral sex? And I don't know. Like, I totally get what she's saying. And I did not at all consider that some people may have performed or received it prior to marriage. Yeah. So that could definitely explain some of the discrepancies in the giving and receiving. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I'm seeing the connection with the discrepancy in talking about it in your marriage. Right. Unless she's saying like maybe a husband and a wife are both already experienced in giving and receiving. So they just kind of go into it in marriage and they don't actually talk about it. Maybe. I guess I could see that scenario. Right. Yeah. 
And I was thinking, and then maybe we'll talk about this later too. I'm not sure. Um, but the reason what maybe women aren't enjoying giving oral sex. So if I could just talk about that for a second, do we talk about yeah, that? Go, yeah. Yeah. Go, go. Okay. Um, was just that some women's mouths just physically potentially like can't really handle it. Like yeah. I was like, it's definitely a possibility that that could be holding a woman back from wanting to give oral sex more often. Like we, t- you already mentioned like a gag reflex, um, mm-hmm. which it was interesting. So I was doing a little bit of research too. Um, and this article said, and it's like, it was like, okay, yeah, of course. But like, it was like, you don't have to put the entirety of your husband's penis in your mouth for it to be enjoyable. Like, I feel like some women, like just, you know, you don't know what you don't know. If someone's, if your husband's say never had this, or knows the ins and outs of how to perceive a blowjob and you've never given one, you just, okay, well, I guess I put it in my mouth. Like you just don't know how to properly, I mean, which obviously there's no like proper way. It's whatever you're comfortable with and you and your husband talk about. Um, but it said in the article, um, a truly excellent blowjob can be given and received without a penis going anywhere near the back of the throat. So just something to yeah, consider. Yeah, I don't see any reason to disagree with that statement. I just thought it was a nice way to like, hey, maybe if if you're having a hard time with this gag reflex thing, maybe just, you know, um, consider how you're going about it. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And I think, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about it in a second, but I have another... I guess, method written down to help with that. Mm. But I mean, when we did the survey, we ended the survey by asking a question and we said, um, here, let me read it word for word. What question or questions do you have about oral sex, giving or receiving as a husband or wife? And we had, so in the husband side, we had 381 questions. And on the wife's side, we had 435 questions. So we've got over 800 questions here. Wow. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, and, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, I went through as many of the questions as I could on the wife's side. And I would say the three biggest hangups or roadblocks that wives are coming up against when it comes to giving a blowjob are gag reflex, smell or taste, and then some form of, I don't really know what to do to make it good for him. Just like Mm. a lack of knowledge or a lack of knowledge of technique. Right. So, I mean, we're here to help. So let's go through each of these. We'll break them down one by one and we'll provide some advice for how to get over these. So Mm -hmm. I found a few good articles We'll link them in the show notes. But the first article was really, really good. It was written by a woman named Chris Taylor. And she guest authored a post on the website, The Marriage Bed. And the title was Oral Blessings. And I would say out of all the research I did, this was like by far the best article on blowjobs from a Christian perspective. And Mm -hmm. whether you've given a lot of blowjobs in your life or you've never given one or you've given, you think you're like the best at them, I think everyone husbands and wives should read this article, especially if you're struggling with giving oral sex Mm -hmm. as a wife. And probably if 
husbands, if your wife is struggling, this is probably a good article for you to read too, because you're going to get a lot of her perspective from this article. Right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the suggestions I'm going to share here, I got from that article. So I just want to make sure that she gets credit for these because it was really, really well done. Mm. So we'll start with the gag reflex. The first thing, and this is a suggestion from Chris, she said to try a different position. Mm. Because a different position will change the angle that the penis enters your mouth or it will change something. Like it's the easiest thing to change up to see if something else will work. So the two main ones that she suggests are 69 because you're literally getting the penis in your mouth from the opposite direction. So that could help. And it's also a good distraction for women because hopefully you're getting pleasured at the same time and you're taking a little bit of the pressure off yourself because your husband's making you feel good. Right. Make him feel good at the same time. Yeah. Um, and then the hanging off the bed um, position that we mentioned earlier, this is where she brought it up again. And she said that this is one that women can do if they're struggling with a gag reflex because it stays, I don't know exactly what she said, but the way that penis enters your mouth, it's further away from your gag reflex and it can go further in. So two things to try. Again, Mm -hmm. probably the easiest thing to start with when it comes to trying to overcome the gag reflex is just change the position. Right. Yeah. Try something new. Yeah. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then this might be weird to some wise, but she said just practice. So she said, take a banana or a popsicle stick or something around the size. I mean, popsicle stick to me is weird. I think a banana would be way closer to <laughs> realistic. I mean, so, start small. I don't know. Maybe you yeah, work your way yeah. up to it. Sure. Sure. Practice with the popsicle stick first. Yeah. And she, she literally just said, like, practice controlling your gag reflex. So take whatever the object is that you're using and put it in as far as you can until you get to your gag reflex and then back off. And then just practice controlling your gag reflex. Hmm. So, I mean, we talk about it with other things in sex like it's going to take practice right so why should this be any different yeah it's true yeah it's just something i've never really thought about but i guess it makes sense yeah go ahead go Um, practice yeah exactly so we talked earlier about controlling the depth um so one suggestion that i've heard before but she mentions it again in the article is to take your finger or your hand with your index finger and your thumb make a circle and put that around your husband's penis at the depth you're comfortable going so when you're going in and out on his penis you will hit your fingers and that is the depth you're comfortable with and you know you're avoiding your gag reflex then so you set the depth there and this is really good because it gives women that sense of control and we'll talk about this a little bit later it can be really off-putting when something happens during giving a blowjob that gives women the lo- the sense of loss of control. So this mm. is really good because it gives you full control. Right. You're deciding how far things are going. Yeah. 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 That's great. And then if you really want to, you can use a numbing spray. There are like all natural numbing sprays out there that will kind of help n- numb the gag reflex. And Hmm. you can try that. Interesting. And lastly, if you're trying to have the blowjob be 
the main course, meaning you want to have him finish during oral sex, stimulate him ahead of time using your hands or however else you want to, and then finish him with oral so that less of the actual sexual encounter is oral sex. Right. So get him like really close, let's say, and then finish with oral. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Cool. When I was thinking about this too, um, I was thinking about the importance of breathing. Yeah. Which it sounds like it's but like it sounds really obvious, but for women, it can be really helpful to focus your breathing through your nose, which you have to do anyway. You have to be breathing through <laughs> your nose. <laughs> this isn't an option here. But for like to just focus on on your breathing, it'll just help you to stay calm and relaxed. And it will relax your throat so your gag reflex is less likely to be triggered, which I thought was a great tip. Yeah, that is a great tip. Really, really good. I hadn't thought of that. So well done. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, second hang up that most women come across is the smell and or taste of everything going on down there from the taste of the skin to the taste of the semen. So to be completely honest. First off, shower. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Number one. But to be like really blunt, there isn't a a really great way to get around this. Like if you don't like tasting it, the biggest thing is just ask him not to finish in your mouth. Right. Because that way you're dealing with maybe a little bit of pre-cum, but you're not taking the full load in your mouth. Right. And we'll talk about this later, but husbands, if that is your wife's preference, like you do not have any grounding to stand on to argue against that. Like if she doesn't want it in your inner mouth, do not put it in her mouth. Period. Exactly. (laughs) So if the smell or taste prevents you from loving it at all, or if you want to be able to have him finish in your mouth, consider masking it. So in the article, Chris talks about how this was one of her big hangups until she discovered chocolate syrup. So she would literally put some chocolate syrup on the tip of his penis because she loves chocolate. So she was tasting something that she really enjoyed while giving oral sex instead of tasting his semen. Hmm. So to me, this is kind of genius because it's a really simple thing to do and it'll make it more enjoyable for you, which in turn will likely make it more enjoyable for him. Right. Just maybe a little bit messier. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But tastier. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. Depends I mean, you're not how like, much chocolate syrup you're, you're putting on. <laughs> He's like drizzling like, it all over. Yeah. <laughs> like, Sorry, I can't have anything else in my mouth. My mouth is full of chocolate right now. So <laughs> let's grab a tissue because I just got chocolate in my mouth. Yeah. This isn't just for you to have chocolate. The goal is still oral <laughs> sex here. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> um, and after looking... On the article, there was actually an ad for edible creams. And so on Mary Dance, who we're an affiliate with, so we can share their link in the show notes and you can use our discount code for 10% off. But they sell six different like flavors of edible, I don't even know what you want to call it, creams. Like that sounds weird because. Yeah. It's like hand um, lotion you can eat. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't think it's like that. Like I'm guessing it's more of like, I I don't know what the consistency would be. Like a gel? Yeah, maybe, but there's different flavors. Like there was like banana and there's vanilla and the banana. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, that's good. I feel like too. 
I mean, I don't know if this is if they if there's a bunch of them specific to this, but in our ask the audience advice highlight, one of them on there is like tips for blowjobs, and there are so many that are really really good. Um, That's on Instagram, by the way. Yes, sorry, on Instagram. So check that out if you want some more tips because there's a bunch on there that were really good. Nice, yes, yes, those are good. Okay, lastly, I don't know how to make it feel good for him. So wives who just feel like they don't know what they're doing or husbands who just aren't having an enjoyable experience. I found another good article and it was literally called How To. And Mm. it was under the title of Oral Sex. So um, it was on the blog called Hot, Holy, and Humorous. And we'll link that in the show notes as well. But it was really good. And so I have to share some of her points. And then we can also share um, some of our own that we added at the end. And we also ran a poll on Instagram a while ago asking husbands what specific things your wife does during oral sex that make it more enjoyable for you. And so I'll share some of those at the end because I thought that was helpful to get some real life feedback from some of our followers. Awesome. I didn't even realize we ran that poll. So way to go. It was a it was a while ago. <laughs> oh, okay. Like back in twenty what was it? 2022. Last year. Oh, that's um, like and there were a couple <laughs> that kept coming up that whatever for whatever reason they just st- stuck in my mind and I remembered them. Cool. So we'll go over like I guess technique we can call it. But first thing to know is if you've listened to our anatomy episode, you'll know that the head of the penis is the most sensitive it has the most nerve endings in it it is the equivalent of the clitoris in the woman where all of the nerve endings are although it has like a third of the nerve endings that the clit has so (laughs) but for men it still is the highest concentration area of nerve endings so this is probably where the most sensation is going to come from right regardless of what it is you're doing Mm -hmm. so just get super basic here In case someone is exploring giving a blowjob for the first time, there is no blowing involved. Just to make (laughs) it clear. (laughs) Misnomer. Yes. No idea where this name came from. I tried to look it up, but I have no idea. Hmm. So it's not a candle. It's not a balloon. There's no blowing going on. (laughs) That's a really uh, good point. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if someone's never done it and they hear Mm -hmm. the word blowjob, then they might think. Yeah. But um, in the Hot, Holy, and Humorous article, she has an amazing line, and I laughed so hard, so I had to share it. She she said, imagine the head of the penis as an ice cream cone and the shaft as a fudgesicle. And this is in regards to technique, like how you should treat the penis while it's in your mouth. So if you think of how do you eat an ice cream cone, most of the way you eat it is licking. If you think of a fudgesicle... I mean, maybe this is just me, but when I eat a fudgesicle, I'm like putting the whole thing in my mouth and applying pressure with my mouth to get the fudgesicle into my mouth. Right. I suppose. Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. 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 It's like eating a popsicle. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta... Yeah. Like eating a popsicle. There you go. Yeah. Let's say popsicle instead of fudgesicle. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's more. I was like fudgesicle. Is that like the longer ones that are like flat? Anyways. Yes. Popsicle. I get it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. So the three, I guess, main techniques are licking, sucking, and applying pressure 
those are all three ways to pleasure him with your mouth that he is likely to enjoy. And just to clarify, applying pressure here, that can mean two things. It can mean making your lips tight, so it applies pressure to the head of the penis, or applying pressure to the penis in terms of the depth, which leads us to deep throating. Right. So, you want to go take this one? <laughs> sure. I thought you were going to say applying pressure meant like using your teeth, and I was like, probably not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't do teeth. Okay, which leads us to deep throating. Okay, here we go. Um, so this is where you take his penis to the point where it touches your throat. And this is <laughs> this can be particularly hard. <laughs> That's really good um, for women who sense like struggle with a sensitive gag reflex, like I mentioned earlier. Um, but deep throating allows the head of his penis to enter your throat a bit, which is a tighter area than your mouth and therefore applies pressure to the head of his penis, which can be enjoyable. But like we mentioned, not essential. <laughs> no, no, definitely not essential. Yeah. But just to explain what yeah. it is, I think it's Perfect. helpful. As, totally. Especially why it feels good. Like, yeah. Until I read this, I didn't really understand why it felt good. But now it makes sense. Like it's going into a smaller area and that's going to apply pressure to it. And that's going to make it feel good. So yeah, that makes that was, sense. I, I like that explanation. That made sense in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like too, sorry, going back to applying pressure, this can also mean using your hands. Yes. Like I don't think even like we were talking about when we were talking about cunnilingus and we were like, okay, wait, you can use things other than your tongue or whatever. I feel like this is a similar scenario. So don't limit yourself to, okay, wait, I have to just put my hands behind my back and <laughs> right. Like, um, yeah, I feel like, and that's another thing you can talk about it. What do you like? What should I try? What do you like? Mm-hmm. What do you want? What, how should we do this today? Like just make it an open conversation that doesn't have to be weird or awkward. Like, I don't know what you, I don't know what do you want to do, but just yeah. Yeah. Have the conversation. Yeah, like that's why we're doing this this series is because mm-hmm. we want you guys to talk about these things because the more you talk about it, the more you communicate, the better things are going to be. And the yeah. whole goal here is connection and pleasure. Mm-hmm. And if you guys can communicate well about expectations, wants, desires, needs, it's going to make those two things increase, which mm-hmm. is going to be the best thing for your sex life. Mm-hmm. And I think not to say that oral sex is the best thing for your sex life, just to say right. that as connection and pleasure increase, that's going to be the best thing for your sex life. Right. And exploration can help in that. I mean, I feel like totally it's just all a part of it. I had a thought, but now it's gone. Merp. Okay. That's fine. Jump in if you remember. Okay. Um, so going back to our anatomy episode, which again, if you guys have not listened to it, go back and listen to it. I'm very surprised at how many people are saying that they enjoyed it. I was super nervous putting it out there because <laughs> I was like, man, people are going to just be like, can this guy shut up? Like, we don't care. Yeah. We already know. We've already got those parts figured out. But um, every awesome. time someone, yeah, every time someone joins our Facebook group, one of the questions is, what is your favorite episode so far? Mm-hmm. And there have been dozens of people who have said that that was their favorite episode. So I love it. So you just need yeah. to talk more. I feel like you've been taking the reins in most of these oral episodes, which has been awesome. I think it's great. I think it gives people a chance to to hear you more, which is which is awesome. Hashtag not an expert, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, in in the anatomy episode, I mentioned an area of the penis called the frenulum, 
So if you have no idea what this is, I'll quickly break it down. But there is a little piece of skin that connects the head of the penis to the shaft on the underside of the penis. And licking, flicking of the tongue, kind of stimulating that area can be incredibly pleasurable for a guy because it is pretty sensitive. It also has a good uh, amount of nerve endings there. So that can be a really good area to stimulate for the man. Mm -hmm. Right. And I feel like this is just going over all these things or just it's other like tools you can put in your back pocket. Like for the ladies listening or the husbands, it's like, oh, maybe she's never tried that before. And now he'd be like, hey, could you try this? You know, next time we, you know, I have a blowjob or whatever it is. Or as a woman, you'd be like, oh my goodness, I've never done that. I wonder if this, you know, is true for my husband. Totally. I like it's, oh, I remember what I was going to say before. I was going to say something. Um, the One of the reasons we're doing this oral series is because we want to be a safe place for you guys to hear about this information. Yes. There is a lot of information out there. We all know that. So I think hearing it from people who have your best interest in mind, who want to see your marriage thrive and grow, who love the Lord, like I think this is just it's a really healthy way to talk about it because we're just we're just talking about it. We're not experts. We're just people who want to talk about it and bring you information. So anyways, I wanted to say that before because I feel like it's just, it's nice to remember that it's like, okay, we're just doing this because we want to share from a heart of, I don't know, loving Jesus and wanting to see your marriage grow and thrive. Yeah, absolutely. Great, great, great point. And yeah, I mean, it is really hard to find good Christian resources on this topic. Even mm-hmm. when I was dangerously Googling this topic, right. um, like I said, I found three articles that I thought were really good that went into enough depth of like being very upfront and straightforward about this and not kind of beating around the bush or anything like mm-hmm. that. Like like we're trying to be here. I mean, we've said yeah. penis and blowjob and clitoris and all these things. Like we're not yeah. beating around the bush here at all. Like we want to give you guys the straight goods so that yeah. it makes sense for you guys. The natural side of me, like, really wants to beat around the bush. Like, I don't really want to. <laughs> like, I'm glad that you, you've you laid it out so well that we're not going to beat around the bush. But I, like, my first instinct is to, like, tiptoe around the subjects. So it's nice that you're just hitting it really hard. Because that's what people need. Like, that's why you're here. Sorry, you're laughing because I said hard. <laughs> said really hard. <laughs> Uh, that's my child mind. Um, okay. So I mentioned how some of the men gave some feedback on Instagram a while ago and the two responses that kept coming up and have stuck in my mind ever since were eye contact. And a lot of guys literally said the four words, don't forget the balls. Hmm. So we'll start with the eye contact. This can be enjoyable for men especially if your man is more visual as most men tend to be more visual, at least than their wives. So it can be pleasurable to watch your wife give you a blowjob. And when she gives eye contact to you, that can increase the pleasure of the visualization. So something to consider, try it, ask your man if he liked it, didn't like it, 
Um, I feel like it depends on the position. (laughs) Exactly. Well, 100%. 100%. Yeah. If you're doing hanging off the bed with your. Pass me a mirror. You hold a mirror too. (laughs) Giant. Yeah. (laughs) Got contact somehow. Yeah. I'm mostly talking about like the kneeling position or the missionary position. Those are probably the two easiest ones to provide eye contact. Mm -hmm. This can be a vulnerable thing, though, for women, especially when they're doing something like this. Like, this can be something you might not be comfortable with or you might not mm-hmm. be comfortable with right away. So again, talk yeah. about it. Talk Especially about if it you're new with this and you're trying to yes. focus. Like I feel like yeah. you would just be like honed in on what you're doing. It's like, I don't have time to look at your eyes, man. I got to focus <laughs> on what I'm – I got to breathe right now, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> So maybe once uh, you're – Yeah, don't, don't stop breathing. Practice. Don't pass out. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. Uh, okay. And the testicles can be pleasured during oral as well. So – Alana mentioned earlier, using your hands, this can be a place that you use your hands. Gently mm-hmm. play with them. The warmth of your hand can be really pleasurable because if you don't know, the reason that the testicles are in a scrotum away from the body is because um, sperm need to be at a lower temperature than the rest of the stuff in your body. So God designed it that way so that it would be away at a lower temperature than the rest of the body. So the scrotum is going to be colder than the rest of the body. So if a woman places her warm hand on the scrotum, that can be pleasurable. Hmm. There's a little anatomy for all of you people who <laughs> care about that. <laughs> um, and then you can use your mouth as well. Licking, gently sucking, other things to try there. Again, explore, experiment, have fun with it, try it. Mm-hmm. And don't... Be embarrassed if it doesn't work. Yeah. Like we've talked about before, mm-hmm. it'll be a funny story one day. You guys will laugh about it. Try not yeah. to take yourselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can get really easy to be hung up on this kind of stuff, especially when it's a vulnerable thing. Like instantly you kind of want to like sulk inward and like, oh, like, oh, that didn't go good. So gag, yeah, goodbye. Like you just kind of want to slunk away under the bed and hide. Um, but yeah, I think it's definitely something that, requires communication like we'll say a million times so we're blue in the face the face but um to talk about it before i'd be like hey i'm gonna try this thing it might not work but we're just gonna give it a go because practice makes progress so you got to start somewhere yeah for sure one more thing i just thought of and i don't know where i heard this but i heard it a long time ago someone once said that when you are giving a blowjob if you hum, it can be pleasurable for the guy because it creates a vibration. Hmm. So another thing to throw into your technique toolbox to try yeah. again. Um, but I'll let you give the final point. But before I we get there, I just want to say, husbands, just like we told the wives last week, give your wife feedback in the moment. Say, that feels good or tell her that what she's doing feels good or give her some sort of indication Mm -hmm. that what she's doing is good. Mm -hmm. Use your words, use a sound, whatever it is, but feedback in the moment can be really, really helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the final point here is um, just to give some assurance to the wives who may be nervous, no matter what happens in this scenario, um, you should be in control of your mouth. 
Some guys may want to adjust their wife's head using their hands. And for some wives, that may be totally fine. That you may think that's awesome. That's great. Like, you know, you take the lead, you show me what to do. Um, But for others, this can give a loss of a sense of control that can be very off-putting and maybe almost even scary, like depending on like trauma and whatever in your past. So I think like make sure you're in control and make sure you talk about it. Like we've had messages from other people who are like, you know what, this is just a no-go because of trauma I've experienced. It's like, okay, awesome. Please make sure you've like told your husband this. Like, yes. like ground zero. Like you need to talk about this, but also talk about this too. Just to like, hey, you know, this is a really vulnerable thing. This is something that's maybe new for us. I just need to feel like I can, you know, go at the pace I need to, go at the depth I need to. So, you know, let's just practice (laughs) and like, let me take the lead here. And then, you know, you can give feedback, like feedback as you go. Yeah, definitely. Um, And so, okay. um, I have a dear friend who has given me permission to share this. And she one year had decided she was going to name herself as um, the blowjob queen. And so it was because it was something she she wasn't great at and wanted to get better at. And so she's like, okay, this is the year that I'm going to become the queen of blowjobs for her husband. So, and I asked her, I texted her the other day. I was like, okay, give me your tips for a woman to enjoy giving a blowjob more. Like what would your, you know, top tips be for this? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just have to say like to give yourself that title (sighs) is so amazing. One, like on a, on a real side here, like it's amazing that, she wanted to get better for her husband and like mm-hmm. she took the time to actually do things or change things or whatever steps she took to get there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously she feels like she got there because she named herself the BJ queen. So yeah. 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 She said she still dons the crown. So <laughs> 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 all right. So here are the tips that she shared. So she said, number one, um, she wants it, the, it, the, the, a way to help is to feel attractive yourself. So she said, if I feel gross, then I have a hard time getting into anything sexually. So taking the time to care for myself is always a win. So whether that's shaving your legs, showering, etc., cetera, she said, it helps with the mental aspect for me if I feel even just slightly presentable. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. I feel like I've shared a bunch of reels on that lately too, where it's just like, okay, if you just take a second to feel, make yourself feel sexy... Mm-hmm. it's just, it's going to help everything else. If you feel yeah. like confident in your own body, which is like, it can be obviously more than just, you know, having a shower and shaving your legs. If, you know, body image is a whole other beast, but um, definitely can help. Uh, number two was realize how much my husband enjoys it. I'd say ask for some feedback. If your husband husband isn't very vocal or, you know, appreciative or like sharing in general, um, he might just assume the wife knows how much he's enjoying it when in reality she's really unsure, which makes her apprehensive. Yeah, I would say this applies to like all of sex. Like make sure yes. your spouse knows that what they're doing is pleasurable. And mm-hmm. I'll just say that it can be something that you forget in the moment because you're just enjoying it so much that you forget to express how much you're enjoying it. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense, but try to be cognizant of the fact that your spouse wants feedback. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's helpful. You like, we can't 
read each totally. other's minds. So it's like, yeah. are we having a good time or nah? <laughs> like, what's <laughs> happening here? Um, and lastly, was is embrace the sexual side of myself. So letting go of purity culture upbringing and simply enjoying the experience. Which, like we said in the last episode, right? It's like so many people will listen to this and be like, wait a second. Oral sex is okay. This is allowed in a Christian marriage. It's like, you know, so many of us, like for myself, um, I couldn't even say the word penis. Like it was just like one of those things, like I just like couldn't physically bring my body to say it. Like it's just like, peen, bleh. Like I just, I couldn't say it. So like just something like this, like especially for like a newly married couple who's maybe like easing into things. It's like obviously these things take time and you have your whole marriage to figure this stuff out. So start with unpacking if there's purity culture stuff that needs to get sorted, shame that you need to let go of, all that good stuff, which we have episodes on purity culture too, but this is really helpful. Yeah. And just you saying that we have episodes on purity culture, it made me think of this thing as a reminder to all of our listeners. I made an episode guide. I put it in our highlights on Instagram. So if there's a topic that you're interested in, click on the episode guide on our Instagram. And I, I don't know how many I did, but I broke down a lot of our episodes by mm-hmm. topic. So if there's a topic that you want, for example, purity culture, I made a slide and all of our purity culture episodes are there. Um, there's ones for like differing sex drives, pornography, um, mindset, mm-hmm. the holidays, all of, all that kind of stuff is in there. So if you're interested in a certain topic, go there first yeah, and listen to those episodes. Perfect. Now, before we continue, I wanted to make sure that we mentioned like we did at the beginning to both husbands and wives, it's okay if oral sex is not a part of your marriage mm-hmm. as, lo- like, as long as you guys are on the same page about that. And I will say to the wives, if you currently don't enjoy giving a blowjob, that's okay. If it's yeah. not a part of your marriage, we don't want there to be any shame associated with it or think that this has to be a thing. So please, please, please do not feel like we are saying that oral sex is the end all be all and it must be a part of your marriage. This yeah, is we don't want to pressure you mandatory. into feeling no, no, no <laughs> you no, no, have no. to we do this now. <laughs> no. And I think for the wives who don't like giving it and for the husbands who have a wife that doesn't enjoy giving it, it's important that you share these feelings with your spouse. Mm-hmm. So wives, if you don't like doing it, like your husband needs to know that because I mean, speaking for myself, I don't ever want to put my wife in a position where she's doing something that she's not comfortable with. Like right. that would make me feel so bad to have mm-hmm. her in that position and not speak up. Yeah. So wives, speak up. Husbands, if your wife is like this and she does speak up, be gracious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you're a wife who doesn't enjoy giving it and you haven't told your husband... Um, maybe you've just continued doing it because you know that he likes it. It is important that you tell him that you don't enjoy giving it and either let him know that you're okay continuing because you know he loves him or tell him that you feel a certain negative way and you don't want to keep doing it. But again, the conversation needs to be had. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like this kind of, we talked about this probably in our opposite wants episode. Um, but you know, compromise, I feel like is always a part of this kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, 
you know, it's a tough others needs above yourself. Like, yeah, yes. it is. It's yes. this awkward dance of, you know, him wanting to put her needs above his and she wants to put his needs above hers. Like, so then what happens, right? It's like, yeah. I think just totally, totally. You create a rhythm that works for you guys or a balance of, but yeah, if this is something that's, you know, a big no-go, then it's a no-go. Um, yeah. But I think that's something you just guys, you got to talk about it and decide as a couple because we can't decide that for you. No, absolutely not. So if you're a husband who is not satisfied with the amount of oral sex, I would say there are two ways to bring this up. This was one of the things that the husbands asked in the survey was, how do I ask my wife for more oral sex? Mm. So like I've said before, use us as the excuse. Right. And this works the opposite way too. If you're a woman who wants more oral sex. Totally. Totally. This works for like pretty much any topic that we cover. I've probably shared this method, but use us as the example. Say, Hey babe, I was listening to the chaos podcast and they were talking about oral sex in our, in the marriage. How do you feel about the amount of oral sex we have in our marriage and let them share. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully they'll ask you in return and then you can share and then you guys can have the conversation, but it's an easy conversation starter to just use us as the excuse. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to use us as the excuse, you can just say nicely, like, I noticed that we don't have a ton of oral sex in our marriage. Is there anything I could do better or differently to increase that for us? Mm-hmm. And this just puts the onus on you, right? It's not giving, it's not saying anything about the wife. It's not saying you need to give me more oral sex. It's not right. saying that, you know, I wish you would do this differently. It's saying, hey, like, is there anything that I'm doing or not doing or you'd like me to do differently? And like, maybe that's the reason that we're not doing it more. And I think those are two pretty safe ways to bring it up. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like that's really good. It's really casual. Again, don't do this if you're like, I want oral sex tonight. So I'm going to ask her this question and hopefully she'll say yes. So we can, she'll give me a blowjob right afterwards. Like probably not the right motivation. No. So be wise <laughs> and prayerful about timing mm-hmm. um, before, before going about this. Like we mentioned a million times, you know, you know, you're going for a walk, you're doing something together, shoulder to shoulder, you're whatever. Um would be a great time to bring those things up. And mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like we've talked about this in other scenarios too, like initiating and things like that. But it's important for the wives who don't really enjoy giving blowjobs to ask themselves, okay, why? Why am I not liking this? Is it because it makes mm-hmm. me feel a certain way? Is it because maybe my husband's he had a porn issue in the back, like in the in the back, in the past, and you're wondering, you know, if he's trying to you know, recreate something he's seen or, you know, some other reason. So maybe just take some time, search your heart prayerfully and try and be like, okay, what is it about it? And I mean, I feel like this can um, go along with what um, Anatomy of Us talked about too. It's like, okay, if I would want to give my husband a blowjob, what's the ideal, you know, situation. What's paint yes. the picture of how this would be ideal experience for me to want to give him a blowjob. What does that look mm-hmm. like? You know, yeah, we talked about point. it. Think about temperature. Think about, you know, time of day. Think about lighting. You know, think about location. Um 
and set yourself up for success and do something like crazy bold and make sure all those things check the box and you're like, you're the one to initiate a blowjob. Maybe that's never happened. Like, I don't know, but just, I think it's a great thought to be mindful of what would be ideal to you. And then, you know, obviously if it's ideal to your spouse too, because there's obviously still going to have to be compromised. He's like, I know I don't want to be in the laundry room again, whatever. I don't know, but (laughs) be mindful of it and then make a plan. So, and it's always going to seem intimidating until you practice it. Like lots of things. (laughs) Well, yes, with a banana, but also an actual penis. (laughs) Your husband's penis, obviously. Please, better than the real thing. Just your husband's penis. Um, But like, like so many other things we talked about. Have grace for one another as you learn and adjust with this. And husbands, put yourselves in your wife's shoes for a second, and think about okay, consider what it would be like for her. And understand that it might take some time for both of you to be comfortable with this and grow in this area. Yeah, absolutely. The last question that we talked about on the survey was how to finish oral sex, because obviously there's semen and that has to be dealt with if (laughs) the oral sex is the main course or if you're finishing with oral sex. Right. So we asked specifically, where does the husband finish oral sex? And I'll combine, because we asked the husbands and the wives this question, so I combined both sides, and here's the data that we came up with. The options were in her mouth, on her body, into a tissue or towel, or he takes it himself, either in his hand or on his own body. And then I put other in there, and we'll get to that in a second. But the responses were 29% in her mouth, 20% on her body, 12% into a tissue or a towel, 14% into his own hand or his own body and 25% other. So if you're like me, you might be thinking 25% other, like what, what the heck, what else is there? (laughs) So I made some very massive assumptions when I wrote this survey and I definitely should have. So I apologize to those of you who had to select other and I hadn't considered your scenario. So Here we go. Um, I assume that most couples have times where oral sex is all that they do, like where oral sex is the main course. Right. There's no intercourse, and I just assume that all men could finish with oral sex. So clearly I was wrong, and 25% of people are from the two camps. Those who don't finish at all during oral sex, either because they can't or because she's not comfortable with it. And the other camp that doesn't finish during oral sex because they use it as an appetizer and they move to intercourse after that. Right. And those couples would obviously finish inside her, not any of the other options that we gave. Right. Yes. So. Huh. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that when I wrote the survey, but. I now understand where the other comes from because people were messaging us and saying, well, I finish inside her because we go to intercourse after. And I was right. like, oh, okay. You guys are not oral sex as the main course people. And that's totally cool. And I overlooked that. Yeah. So yeah, again, my apologies to those people who may have felt offended that I didn't include your scenario, but thank you for the feedback. Yes, there you go. Um, yeah. However, I do think this is one of the most important topics that needs to be discussed before partaking in oral sex. And we specifically left this to the end because I think it deserves its own section. Mm -hmm. And like I mentioned before, husbands, when it comes to finishing, whatever your wife says goes. 
There's no debate. Don't try to argue her on this topic. Meet her at her comfort level and be gracious with her. Like hmm. she's the one dealing with the stuff. What she says goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one of the questions a wife actually asked us in the survey was, is it offensive to ask him to not finish in your mouth? I almost always gag silently. He never knows. I can't stand the smell. So this is obviously a wife who hasn't expressed this to her husband. Mm -hmm. And my first response would be like, tell him. Like yeah. one, no, it is not offensive at all. You need to do whatever you're comfortable with and your husband needs to respect that. But he can't read your mind. Yeah. So you also need to let him know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. For no, example, my heart's sad for her. <laughs> or like, yeah, it's like, right? you know, I silently gag and he never knows. It's like, I, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's totally safe to speak up. Like, yeah. Hopefully your husband is gracious enough, but husbands, like she's giving you a blowjob already. The least you could do is finish the way that she wants you to finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, for example, like this wife does not want her husband to finish in her mouth. So, husband, make sure that when you're close, you let her know and you finish where she's okay with or wherever you've agreed upon ahead of time. You are the one who knows how close you are, husbands. So, don't let it get to the point of no return where right. you can't stop it and you accidentally finish in her mouth. Like, that is not respecting her. It is on you to know how close you are and adjust at the right time because mm -hmm. I would, would say it's not acceptable for you to make a mistake here. Mm -hmm. She doesn't know when it's coming. No pun intended. Oh. <laughs> I like that you catch yourself because I would caught that oh, one. Oh, man. <laughs> but no, I wanted to be, I wanted to like yeah. really be firm on this because husbands, mm -hmm. If she doesn't want it in her mouth and you just forget or you let it go too far, like that's on you and that's not okay. Mm -hmm. You need to make sure you respect her wishes when it comes to this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of trust here. Like big time. Right. So it's, yeah. I mean, yeah. And that's trust that is, you know, not, easy to just get back in the blink of an eye, right? It's like next time if that has happened, you know, she's going to be a bit leery potentially because she's like, okay, well, last time, you know, I wasn't ready. I wasn't prepared and that's not great. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. Yeah. And if, for example, you guys decide on, okay, into a tissue or a towel, like Make sure you have that ready mm -hmm. because guys, like I, I'm giving the guys the responsibility on this. You guys are responsible for your finish. So if it's a towel, grab the towel. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I would say like we, we already covered them, but those were the two most common questions that the guys gave was how do I ask for it and how do I get my wife to enjoy it more? And I think we covered mm -hmm. both of those two things pretty well. Yeah, um, I think yeah. so. So before we close, any like last thoughts on blowjobs? <laughs> um, I think if everyone listens and the guys take the you know the charge when it comes to the finish, all these things, it's just it's not gonna blow. It's gonna be good. So, <laughs> but no, really, nice. like I I think I think it's good, and I really like that. It's, see, this is why it's helpful 
having a man also talking about this with me on the podcast because <laughs> I feel like I would have no authority to be like men. Like, I mean, to an extent, a woman does. Like, I would, yeah, I could say that and it'd be like, yeah, sure. Uh huh. But to have a man say it, it's like, yes, please. Thank you. Like, it's great. So I really appreciate your thoughts on this. And yeah, I think this is good. I think this is just something that you you practice together. You talk about it and, you know, you have a lot of grace for one another, whether that's, you know, grace for things not happening like you thought it would or, I don't know, in general. I think this is a sensitive topic and just – but. It's something that's like any other aspect of sex. You can still bring it up. You can still talk about it and figure out, even if it's something you've been doing for years, but you've never actually talked about it. It's like, now's the time. Just bring it up. Have a conversation. So I think that's great. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I think that about wraps things up. We did mention previously that we would run an episode, um, like an oral sex Q&A episode. But after doing these episodes, these are the two longest episodes we've ever done. I think yeah. we've covered so much that mm -hmm. I don't know if we need a full episode on Q&A because the questions are so repeated and we asked, we answered those questions pretty in depth. So yeah. I would say that um, maybe we'll run a Q&A on Instagram and we can answer some questions there, but mm -hmm. I don't think we're going to dedicate an entire episode to it. So yeah. If you're and if you're on, oh, sorry. You're sorry. And if you're on Patreon, we're going to be doing a live Q&A monthly. Yes. And so if you have questions, feel free to write them down somewhere. And um, if you're a patron, then you can ask them directly to us and then we can answer them there. And also occasionally we do Q&A episodes. So um, if we didn't answer your specific question, you can always, you know, keep an eye out for those when we put those stories out there. Yeah, for sure. And if you are interested in Patreon, we have the link in the show notes. I also mentioned our Facebook group earlier. That link is in the show notes. That has been like crazy, crazy good. People mm -hmm. are just going nuts over it. They're so They're chatty. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I was not expecting it to be this good, but yeah. that has been a very, very good place to spend time. Yeah. So yeah, like we talked about last week, um, we're going to start ending our episodes with prayer. So I'm just going to pray for you guys um, as we close out the episode. So God, thank you so much for allowing us to do this podcast and bring this topic of oral sex into these marriages. And we ask that these marriages would be able to use oral sex in a way that is glorifying to you in mm. the way that you intended for it to be within their marriage and that there would be no fear or shame or anxiety um, around the oral sex in their marriage and that spouses would be comfortable talking to their partner about it and that there would be beautiful conversation and communication that would lead into the bedroom in a beautiful, pleasurable way for both spouses. Mm. And that there would be um, just lots of connection and lots of pleasure brought into the marriage bed through oral sex and through um, just the communication and the way that they have brought it to one another. So thank you so much for this beautiful gift. And we ask that you would have... Um, just give couples a way to see it as a gift in the way that they get pleasure from it. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. Thanks, Kyle. So yeah. um, 
yeah, leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you want to, and you might just hear it in the next episode. We love sharing those reviews. And um, yeah, so please leave one because you will probably hear a it five in the next star one. Oh, yes, that would be great too. Preferably. Yeah. And so all the links we mentioned will be in the show notes. And um, can't wait to see you guys in the next one. See ya. Hey, friends. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like our content, please like, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And tell your friends too. Thanks so much for journeying with us today as we tackled the hard questions and dive deep into godly intimacy. Make sure you follow us on Instagram to see more of our content and check the show notes for any links we might have mentioned in today's episode. We're so grateful to be on this journey with you and we can't wait to see you in the next episode.